0: Hey guys, check this out!
1: And welcome to Check This Out, a podcast where we take an analytical view of the media that appeals to us as individuals and why. I am L, your host, and with me today is special guest and enemy of the show, Rebellious Uno. If you would, please introduce yourself and tell us a bit about yourself. Um, hi,
0: I am uh, Rebellious Uno. Um, I am, a, as you may or may not be able to tell, a British person living in
1: Britain. Uh, in the north of England. Um. Yeah, I, I was picking up a little subtle accent there. Yeah, yeah, just, uh, just a bit. It, it just, comes and goes. Just un petit. <laughs> Uh So you're bringing something to the table that you enjoy and are passionate about. Uh, could you talk a little bit about it in your own words?
0: Yeah, so... I'm going to be talking today about something like, unless you've been living under a rock, um, and you haven't been living under a rock, right? Um, it comes and goes. You you should have heard of. Uh, it's been basically one of the most popular games of the last decade plus. Um, and it is to not be to bear in the bush anymore. Minecraft. Ah,
1: I was wondering about that.
0: <laughs> yeah. So Minecraft um, has been around, as I say, since two thousand and nine, um, in its sort of first first incarnation, um, and it, it, it's actually. It's it's impressive the amount of things that that Minecraft has brought to the sort of gaming zeitgeist. Uh, really, uh, Minecraft was uh, essentially one of the pioneers of early access games uh, being released uh, and able to to purchase before it was ready, and this this was really just completely unheard of in back in 2009
1: yeah, sort of like the release to provide funding for further release
0: yeah exactly um it, it so it, it began um as a creation of a uh, a, a guy in, in Sweden a one man guy uh stupid thing to say. a uh, one man uh, coding uh, team uh who created it um uh, just uh as a browser game to, to start with. Uh people started picking up on it, uh, started um in- investigating it and numerous releases, uh Alphas, Beta's came and it was uh, a team was built up around it. Uh it was first fully released uh to beta in twenty eighteen uh, twenty eleven uh and to release in on the eighteenth of November at night like, 2011, and continues to see regular releases, uh, usually around every six months. Uh, The team uh, in Sweden, Mojang, uh, was acquired by Microsoft in 2014, which is a massive injection of funds, Mm. and it's now available on practically anything
1: i mean yeah it's the just the widespread nature of it yeah i mean my, minecraft is you know
0: everywhere uh it's you know, merchandise games there's been numerous uh spin offs of it so there was a there was a story mode there's a a action adventure type game minecraft dungeons there was even a an augmented reality game, trying to uh, cash in on the likes of Pokemon Go, uh, which was Minecraft Earth, uh, Hmm. which unfortunately
1: has been shuttered now. So, I mean, maybe this is just me not really paying attention. Has it actually been released or is it still in like a, a beta update stage? So Minecraft was released fully uh, on the 18th of November,
0: 2011. Uh, so that was when 1.0 uh, mm. was released. And the team um, have continued to add to the game, to evolve the game constantly. The, the team obviously went from one person to, you know, that's probably got a team of 20, 30 maybe now. Uh, working it at, uh, at the studio there, yeah. and the, there was a, a release uh, just
1: two weeks ago, uh, which was their 1.17 release. Yeah, but it's uh, not like uh, this is another update to the beta program. This is more like a DLC essentially.
0: Um, it's free content. It is yeah. free content. It's it's not even DLC. You know, these are these so you are don't just. It. Yeah, these are just
1: improvements to the, the base game. Yeah, uh, so it, it, it's more like these these aren't uh, patches to get the game to where they envisioned it should have been before release, but more like, a, well, that was good, but we can make it better.
0: Exactly. There are features that the community has been involved with, uh, so there is a... A convention that happens its um, obviously not been able to happen recently, but it's been online where they've suggested uh, things that could be added to the game um, and the community has been able to vote on things that be added to the game. Uh, so recently, you know, the community have done this and the community are deciding, are going some way to deciding what the direction of the game should take. And I suppose we probably ought to step back and actually say what the game is. You know, we've talked about, talked about the, the success of uh, this game and, and yeah. the release, but I haven't actually said, you know, what it is. Uh, it, it, it is that ubiquitous that you have to, you, you assume that, you know, you say Minecraft and people know what it is. It's,
1: it's the Fortnite of the older generation
0: well yeah yeah exactly uh,
1: so for those as i say if you've been
0: living in a rock or at the bottom of the ocean or maybe on the moon uh you may not have heard of minecraft and what it is you've heard you if you if you haven't heard of minecraft i hope you've heard of lego uh because it is digital lego it is a game where you are uh, you are given a world and the world is represented in one meter by one meter by one meter cubes of stuff. And you have the ability to pick up those cubes and move them around. Uh, Which, you know, that that sounds fine. There are different types of cube, depending on where you are. There are, you know, grass, cubes of grass, blocks... Uh, blocks of dirt, blocks of various types of stone, and the idea is that you can collect all these these blocks. You know there are trees, so you can collect logs and you can collect leaves, and you can use them initially to build. Uh, so you collect all your stone together, and you can build yourself a little house that you can then live in. And that's. It's all well and good, but it's, you know, it's very, very nice, very creative, and people have done some impressive uh, creations uh, using using Minecraft, using you know what is just meter by meter by meter cubes. The where the game part of things comes in is that at night, so there is a day night cycle. Uh, at night, the mon- that's when the monsters come out. So you have uh, a number of different types of monsters that come out and they, they are going to come and try and kill you. So zombies, skeletons, uh, things that walk up to you and just explode, yeah, walking walking time bombs, uh, that, sort of, that sort of thing. So the idea is to build yourself some sort of base, some sort of means of survival, uh, use the blocks that you have to... Create tools, create armor, uh, create you know defenses, and then at night things come and try and kill you.
1: Hmm. And what happens in the game? So that, that <laughs> that's I mean that's basically it. the
0: The game is you build, you craft, you survive. Um, there is no story there is no end really well i mean there is an end there's a dimension called literally called the end uh (laughs) which has uh what is a boss um who you after you defeat the end credits roll but then you can carry on playing uh and you carry on building crafting getting bigger you know expanding your base um, it it really, uh, again, it's another, I feel like it's a pioneer of emergent gameplay. You get out of this game what you put in. If you go into it and you, you have to make your own story, the game is not going to provide you a story. It is just going to f- provide you tools. And you have to make your own story and make your own narrative. Hmm.
1: I mean, that's it, it does sound good if you hadn't played it or heard of it before. So I have my prepared list of questions that's designed to delve a little bit deeper into that enjoyment of yours, if that's all right. Yeah, sure. So I think this might have been answered already a bit, but for the sake of completion, question one. Imagine that I was someone who has recently been awoken from a coma, resurrected from being frozen in ice, or even a rock gifted in gifted knowledge of modern times and sentience. Essentially, I know what media is, but I have never experienced any. How would you explain Minecraft without comparing it to something that I wouldn't know?
0: Uh, so I would describe it as a game where you can... Use it to create and craft your own stories uh you can use it to build anything uh you desire uh and a game uh where you can let your imagination run wild. I don't mean that's
1: basically all the kicking off point you'd need yeah i'm I'm sure that's probably the tagline for Lego at some point hmm. rather than as soon as you turn a hundred, you have to stop. um so question two hypothetically our positions are reversed and i'm guesting on your immensely popular and award-winning podcast i've just answered the previous question with your response verbatim what stood out to you the most that's an interesting uh question
0: i'm trying to think what i even answered now um (laughs) I think it's probably the part about um it's letting your imagination run wild. I mean most media uh, these days is very structured. You know if you if 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 I know what media is then presumably I'm aware of television film books and and things that have a story. Uh, and the fact that this is being described as without story that I that I have to or that I'm able to come up with with the story without my without any constraints, really.
1: Sort of the the limitless potential. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It, it, it's that
0: that potential for uh, it being a game, and and you know, people have created uh, various things in Minecraft um, to help people. You know, people create. Um, adventure maps that you can download and you can go on somebody else's adventure, but still within the game. People create sort of mini games uh, that you can see and build and play. Yeah, just the
1: the openness of it.
0: Yeah, and uh, it, the other the other thing it probably really pioneered um, that that really helped with the popularity is is the YouTube generation of Let's Plays. You know, people not only was this game. You know, pioneer of early access, but a lot of people were playing it and producing content, media content. Uh, a lot of YouTube videos on it. You know, it's probably one of the most the most watched YouTube categories um, in the world of people producing Minecraft videos, and, and people make big money out of producing Minecraft content.
1: Mm-hmm. Would be nice to get some, but oh well. Uh, well, yeah. So uh, question three. We can tell that this is something that you care about, but um, what got you to give it a chance in the first place? So I've always been interested in
0: the likes of building and, and creating things since, you know, as a child, I used to play with Lego, you know, building, building things in Lego. And this game was, you know, I'd, I'd heard about it, I've not been too interested in some of the emergent gameplay that was coming out, but there is a, there is a feature in, uh, in the game. So you've got the building, the crafting, the creating, and that's, that's all well and good. You've got the survival aspect and that's, you know, all very, very interesting. There is a feature in, in the game. There is a, a block called redstone and redstone, when you break it produces your dust and you can place this dust on the ground. And this dust essentially uh, can conduct an um, what is ostensibly an electrical signal. Uh, and this means that you can use this to do things like, uh, let's say I've got a door, and then I have a lever. And I can connect the door to the lever, such that I can pull the lever and the door will open. And I can do this at a distance. And that's really interesting. That's, that's quite interesting. But what people then did was, well, this is, this is using, using electrical signals. And we can, we can use this to create logical gates because there is a way to create a not gate. So you, you pass, a, uh, pass a signal into a block and the, the opposite signal comes out. You give it a one, it comes out a zero. And one of the first pieces of Minecraft content I consumed was someone producing in Minecraft A CPU. (laughs) A very rudimentary CPU, but this was essentially a 16-bit adder, uh, such that it could add two numbers together. All within the confines of the game, you know. You could create a computer within the game, and and that was just sort of blew my mind.
1: Yeah, I'm just even thinking of it now. It's like... uh, uh, Blech. really. And with the with the tools that we had at the time, this thing
0: was huge. Uh, the, the The developers have added things into the game to make uh, redstone easier, but at, at the time, all we had was things that could provide a signal, such as levers. Uh, things that could provide a, a pulse, so a button is is on and then it goes off. And then you had torches, things that provided a constant signal. So uh, these things, these this. 16-bit adder thing was it was huge because it was having to be made out of. Uh, you were having to make not gates, and gates, or gates, uh, but at massive scale, uh, and the the sheer size of this thing was so impressive. But the it was so interesting how how someone came up with this,
1: and it's just like I have to I have to get in on this. Cool. Um, question four. I think I also know the answer to this one, but. For some people, a sense of community and like-mindedness are integral to their enjoyment of something. To your knowledge, is there a community around Minecraft that you're aware of? And if so, what are they like?
0: Uh, Yes, so there are a number of communities. Uh, The game, as I say, has had a massive impact on media uh, because, you know, it's people doing youtube and twitch uh, more recently so you get those communities building up um, individual youtuber groups have come out um, so the ogs cast uh, maybe one that you've come up uh, heard of they thought they start playing minecraft hermitcraft is a, another recent one there's quite a, a collection of popular youtube 20 plus youtubers um all playing together and interacting and just having a lot of fun. And these things have spurred their own conventions and meetups of people who watch them. Um, The game also has um, a very uh, enthusiastic and vibrant uh, modding community, so people that like to modify the game to add their own blocks in and then share those creations with people. People like to share their builds. You know, if you've done something particularly impressive, you know, you've recreated the Royal Albert Hall, you've recreated the Sydney Opera House, people will build that and they will share it because they are hugely proud of it. And these things are really impressive, um, especially when when you use some of the modern, modern graphics and things like that. Uh, for putting RTX shading uh, RTX re- uh, real time ray tracing on these these look so impressive for a game that is cubes twelve years old and made of
1: cubes. <laughs> it, it, just the it's the snowball effect. It's just I guess being out so long as well doesn't hurt that.
0: Yeah, so, I mean, Minecraft has, let's see, uh, 200 million sales across platforms.
1: 200
0: million. With an estimated 126 million active players monthly.
1: It it goggles the mind.
0: Yeah, and and consider the game is probably... So I think I probably paid about $10 for it 12 years ago, you know, and then the the weird one was the early access, the way early access worked, then it was supposed, if you bought in cheap earlier, it was cheaper Then when it went. So it was $10 alpha, $15 at beta and $20 at release. Hmm. And that was, that was the way early access was conceived. And it's completely different to how early access works these days. Uh, but yeah, you know,
1: two hundred million at twenty dollars a piece. That's a that's a lot of moolah. Or or even like if you're being generous and have have all of them at ten dollars a piece, it's still pretty good. Yeah, it's still still a huge huge amount. And then there's
0: all the merchandising and and stuff that goes on top of that. Mm. You know, there the are board games. You know, uh, there was a there was a Telltale Minecraft story mode game. Yeah, there's there's so much so
1: much uh, extra stuff that goes on around it. So there is a community, is what you're saying? Uh, just just a small one. Yeah, yeah. Fair. I mean, little indie title. No one's ever heard of it. It makes sense. Yeah, yeah. You know, die, a few diehard fans, maybe one or two. Yeah. Uh, question five: There are many aspects of media that resonate differently with different people. What is your favourite part?
0: So uh, my favourite part. So the thing I like about Minecraft the most is I rarely. I so there, there, there's two concepts, uh, two sort of sides to the game. There is what we call vanilla, uh, which is playing Minecraft completely unmodified. So the, the way that Mojang intended. Uh, so Minecraft without any, any changes. I play a lot of modded. Uh, so people that have created modifications to the game to change the game in, in certain ways. So I like to use that and to create um automation. Yeah you know, I'm a big I'm a big fan of automation games you know the likes of Satisfactory a Dyson Sphere project, that sort of thing as well. But one of the things that got me into that was playing modded Minecraft, where people created machines for Minecraft. So instead of taking a single block of iron, the simplest thing, you know, you take a simple block of iron, you smelt it in the smelter and you get an iron ingot out. Well, the idea with a modded is you could put the iron into a machine to get iron dust. Uh, but two of it, so then you could smelt those two iron dust such that you get two iron from a block of uh, block of iron ore. And the idea is, you know, people started putting these mods together, you know, so collections of mods would, would appear in, into mod packs, and these would be like-minded... Once that work together, maybe they were machinery. Maybe what you did is you created it such that you can have a conveyor belt. that You put your items onto the conveyor belt. They're processed by one machine. Another conveyor belt takes them away. They're processed by the next machine. It takes them away and so on and so forth. And then you have this sort of automated con- uh, construction line. And that just really just does something in my head that just makes me feel,
1: yes, yes, I, I, I like this. <laughs> Just ticks the little box that says machine.
0: Yeah, the the it presses a button that says endorphins, please. Hmm.
1: God, those are handy. Yeah. Um, question six, following on from the previous question, what do you think appeals most to the general public? So I think I
0: think to the general public, you know, it starts with creation. You know, I think that's what gets most people involved people have done things with playing with lego you know they've played they've used lego before they understand that that building and that creation and i think they see what other people have created what other people have built uh and start building themselves you know start putting blocks together creating creating builds you know and just just being creative
1: and having that emergent gameplay that mm. comes out and I mean not to sound like too pretentious or anything but it's something that's like inherently human to create.
0: Yeah. And you know to destroy as well, you, you 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 take once you've created something, you you've got it there, you can take a backup of the world and then uh I've I've certainly been known to uh once I've built something Create a load of TNT and then blow it up. Set some fireworks off. Exactly. Uh, literal fireworks. Uh, the
1: game has fireworks. <laughs> uh, so question seven. Say that I do end up enjoying this because of your excellent recommendation. What would be your number one follow-up? It doesn't have to be a sequel or anything, but where would I look if I wanted something more of the same? so more of
0: the same um i would start with the modding community uh once you once you're into minecraft i would look to the modding community see what the modding community is there are various uh mods that go into minecraft not just technology people do things with magic uh creating you know big spells big flashy things that go on uh people create adventure content there's a, a mod that adds Dragons and trolls and giants and things. There, there are mods that are huge, full-time, full, full, full full-size conversion mods that add galaxies. You can build a spaceship to go to another planet. And then there are mods that just add bits of decoration. You know, adding a few different wood colours, adding a few different stone types. You know, maybe you, maybe you don't quite like how the brick wall looks. There is a mod to add different different shapes of walls, cracked bricks, that sort of thing. So it depends where you,
1: what what part of enjoyment you, you are getting out of the game. And if I were looking outside of Minecraft.
0: So if you were looking outside of Minecraft, it, again, you know, it depends. There are, Minecraft has spawned a lot of copies, a lot of spinoffs. Um, terraria is a two d version uh that is you know a very good game in its own right uh as i say I've spoken about some of the factory automation games so uh factorio satisfactory uh more recently as i say dyson sphere project these games you know are born out of the factory construction part of things uh then you know you've got various creation games uh what is it there's the uh there's a tiltbrush uh in v r uh, which is just a game for building and painting in 3D.
1: Neat. So normally I would ask a particular thing about uh, relating to characters, but as you've mentioned, Minecraft is kind of bereft of that. So you've mentioned being into more of the modded side. Do you have a favorite mod? So I wouldn't I would say that it's
0: completely bereft of character to be fair, if we go back to that question. So, the community and things that have come up around it, the the main character, um, so your your main character has, when you come in, has a default look, um, and that main character is Steve, you know, and he's appeared in, that Steve has appeared in various videos and things and content that people have created. More recently, under. From community input and community pressure, they've added another character, um, Alex, who um, is a, a female looking character. But you can, as a player, you have the opportunity to change how you look uh, so that Steve and Alex are the sort of very basic body types, but you can look however you want in this game. Uh, and because you can play with other people, you know that's how they then appear. To, uh, that's how they then then see you. Uh, so I think I, I think the the characters of Steve and Alex are, are are very very important for certainly for the media side of things that and the the content that's produced outside. Uh, and because of the emergent gameplay, the the game has created various uh, other mythical characters and things that have come out from fan fiction that sort of thing hmm.
1: and uh, your favorite mod if you if you were forced to pick
0: so my favorite mod um well if i'm if i'm being you know all self-promotey uh there's a mod out there called lava sponge uh available for forge uh available on CurseForge. And the reason that's my favorite, I'm just gonna say it, is uh because I wrote
1: it. Uh <laughs> <laughs> by now. Yeah.
0: So yeah, you know, available at all uh good downloads. Um now I think one of the things uh, more more uh being a bit less self promoting, um I think one of the favorite mods at the minute uh, of of current time so because there has been a lot and as the game updates, uh Unfortunately, because of the way the modding works, uh, the game, game changes, the game updates, and it breaks mods. Mods have to then be updated to meet the new version of the game. And some mods, you know, people are doing this off their own back, off their, on their own time. So people just don't have the time to continually update the game, which is why there is a, a good part of the modding community that still plays on a version that was, you know, five, six years ago uh but then that gives space that allows new design space for new mods to come out uh, because if a mod is you know constantly updated it becomes the you know the de facto standard but by giving new people space there's a lot of new design space and one of the mods that has come out over the last couple of years is a mod called create and this mod is very oh, something very visceral about it um A lot of mods use power and they transfer power with wires and you're producing electricity. Um, But create is all about rotational energy. So you are creating windmills and water wheels and, and big engines and you're transferring power through rotating shafts. And then you have to play about with gearing so you have you have cogs and they spin at speeds and you can use the cogs to make uh, gearing ratios to increase and decrease the, the speed that uh, things are turning at. And that affects how the machines that operate it work. It's, it's just something very visceral about it that it just is is great. And it, it it's really
1: cool to look at. There's nothing else like it in Minecraft, really. I imagine it's uh, kind of hard to search for, though. Oh, uh, god it it is the worst um if you try and search
0: minecraft create tu- create tutorial uh no it it's it's awful um but there was uh there was a video uh of basically making a large contraption uh in order to cr- uh, to build cake uh and this was sort of the the create um Commercial. Teaser commercial. And that is a really good uh, video of what Create can do. You know, it's various machines putting, grabbing the milk, you know, milking a cow, and then a machine sort of harvesting wheat and then producing a a cake. And things moving in ways that things don't ordinarily move
1: in Minecraft. Mm. And I can imagine that very easily appeals to that endorphin button for you. Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's just like slamming it on. (laughs) Uh, So question nine. A lot of these types of interviews rely on the question of what would you bring with you to a desert island in order to get to know a person? But that's not this show. What we ask instead is to picture this scenario. You're on a deserted island with no hope of rescue, but food, water, and shelter have all been taken care of so that you won't succumb before your natural time. You've also been provided with a single piece of media and the means to engage with it, and for you it is Minecraft. How frequently do you utilize it, and how long would it take for you to be sick of it? You now, before this, we'd imagine that it's no longer updating. It's just going to be standard as is currently. Um.
0: So, you know, I there's so there's so much you can do there's so much you know it, because of that emergent nature of it it is infinite minecraft is infinite uh you can keep walking for thousands upon thousands of blocks and see something new every time you know see particular configurations of uh how the terrain lies you know how a, how a mountain's been been generated so i i don't know that i would ever you know get bored of it you know and if you do start to find that you're getting bored of it you can go out and create something new somewhere else find a new bit of terrain travel travel to travel to hell you know there there is a, a literal hell in the game
1: see what's see what's there survive there and Failing all that, blow it all up and start again. Exactly. Exactly. Just completely blow it all up, start again. Cool. Well, that's all the questions I had, so thank you for indulging me. Oh, thank you for having me. Hopefully that's given people a little bit of a deeper insight into your perspective. Now, before I ruin the show by talking for myself, uh, it's time for everyone's favourite part, a word from the Sponsors. Thank you, sponsors. I would give you a socially appropriate nod from a distance in these trying times. Now, I do have a follow-up from last episode's enemy of the show and self-proclaimed master of dungeons, uh, Duragai, and his recommendation of uh, Path of Exile. Is this something that you're familiar with? Um, I have heard of it. Uh, I haven't partaken. Fair enough. Um, So it was presented as a Diablo-like adventure sort of game where it's like a loot crawler type system. I can see how it would appeal to a lot of people. Uh, I'll Mm -hmm. put that just as a caveat there. I, I played it for a bit. I opened up the skill tree for leveling up and I completely just lost it. I'm like, nope. Too much. Yeah, there's a a lot. It it is a lot. Um, But it's also not usually the type of game I would enjoy, personally. Mm -hmm. Um, But saying that, I can see there is polish that's gone into it. I played with a couple of different characters. They're all fairly unique in their uh, actions and stylings. But not for me, I don't think. So I would give it a two out of five if I'm being generous. So before we wrap up this, the final ever episode of Check This Out for this recording session and seventh time I've made that joke, please tell the audience where they might find you online and if you have anything to spruke. So you can find me uh, by my handle. The main main
0: places to find me are on Twitter at Rebellious Uno, and you can also find me on Twitch, uh, twitch.tv slash Rebellious Uno.
1: And on that note, I have been Al. And I have been Al. And this has been Check This Out, a podcast of media positivity. And remember, don't count your blessings before they hatch.